Hey, 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 welcome everybody. It's officially my second episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome. This is Fate Spirations by BB, and by the sound of the word, it's a combination of fate and inspiration because I mean, our fate ought to be a source of inspiration for our life and day to day living and all that good stuff so thank you so much for the love i got on my first episode it was mind-blowing oh my goodness like you guys you guys mean the world to me and especially because i'm still really new in this blog but a podcast world it's been really really encouraging so thank you so much my name is bb and everyone calls me bb and i'm a thermal based blogger and now i'm a podcaster is that the word is that what they say podcaster i guess i'm gonna have to look this up <laughs> i'm a turtle based blogger and podcaster um all my content is very much focused on christ our identity in christ the love of god for humanity and all that good stuff so stick with me stay with me thank you so much for being here i love and appreciate you and i'm gonna get right into it so i don't waste your time so today i'm gonna be talking about contentment true contentment like being content and when i hear the word content the first thing that comes to mind is satisfied like are you truly satisfied with life it's a new year and i think this is it's a very timely it's a good time this topic is very timely because many of us are starting the new year and we're seeing things around us maybe our friends are already making big moves and you're like wait what this is just like second weeks in second week in january how come they're making such big moves already and you're just there thinking about your life like oh i haven't really done much and you're just like oh my god relax there's no pressure no pressure repeat out after me no pressure whatsoever just relax calm down everything is going fine everything is going really really well so i'm gonna tell you a quick story um for some of you you know i got married last year i got married in november and myself and my husband's vision was just to have like a simple wedding just a calm simple wedding everyone have a good time nothing extravagant just like simple because i mean we're young we have goals we have plans we have many things we want to use money for and not to blow it all off on a wedding and so the idea was just to have it simple but then that was the goal and i'm not very i'm not a very finicky person i'm not very specific i'm more like a go with the flow kind of girl like i've never even been as a little girl i never dreamt of or imagined like oh my wedding is gonna be this i'm gonna release two thousand butterflies but like i never really had that i didn't even have a idea on what i wanted my dress to look like i was just like okay we're going with the flow which can be a good thing or a bad thing depending on who you are so yeah our wedding we did everything it was so nice to me or i don't know if i should be honest i mean there were some things i wish could have been better but it was good it was a great day it was glorious there was no issues everything went smoothly to the glory of god and fast forward to after the wedding i'm having a beautiful marriage with a man that is crazy about me and like life is good life is really good but then i found myself one day comparing myself or rather comparing my wedding to like other people's wedding and this sense of sadness crept in 
gently just crept in out of nowhere like it was kind of shocking because i'm a generally happy and like bubbly person my life is good I've, I've, i'm not sad and anything like god has been gracious to me but then this sadness just crept in from nowhere and i was like what the heck why are you sad your wedding has happened you've done it it's in the past by god's grace it's going to be only one wedding you do in your lifetime so why am i here sitting down comparing my wedding with like other people's wedding and these other people they're not even people that they're, they're not my mate these are people that are like making big money they're not me or my husband's mate like they're balling they're really rich people like so then i sat down I was like comparing i would look at the decor like oh my god look at the decor it's so gorgeous bada, bada. look at this look at that la 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 and i'm like uh-uh. so i actually i would say messed up because one time i sent a picture of like a wedding decor to my husband and my caption was this money we would make it <laughs> and then my husband responded babe is it decoration that is making you say this money will make it like it was laughing and like that kind of draw me but i drew me back and i was like what the heck like why have i been comparing my wedding which i think was amazing to other people's wedding like why am i allowing discontentment into my life why am i encouraging dissatisfaction why am i looking at something in the past something that has happened which was great which i have like great testimonies for how god showed up for us even like in the last minute how god just super like everything for our wedding was like supernaturally provided by god like if you had asked me when we started planning like are we going to pull this out i'll be like boy i don't know let's just let's just not do a wedding party let's just get married and like everyone go their separate ways but like god really really showed up and it was a testimony and i and i flashed back to like our wedding night i was talking to my husband we're having this conversation about how god like took care of everything like beyond our wildest dreams he made everything work out and i was just like how can i go from that to few weeks down the line being this this content spout brat i was even joking i was like i bet god is looking at me like see this girl like after everything i did for you you you're sitting down here and you're like complaining and saying oh somebody's wedding look at their wedding look at mine bah, bah, bah. look at my dress look at like i'm not sure god would just be like oh my god this girl i love you unconditionally but you're handful you're being a spout brat right now so the comment my husband made about is it because of decor you're seeing this money we must make it are you serious that kind of kind of like it was kind of like a wake-up call like beeps really after everything god has done you're here sitting down trying to compare you've even forgotten the happy dances you did the prayers of thanksgiving you did how you and your husband just sat down and like discussed and just really thanked god and prayed and thanked him for everything that he did for your wedding all for you to be a spoiled brat three weeks later comparing your wedding to other people's wedding which made me think about how discontent can just like casually creep into our lives sometimes we don't plan it like god knows i didn't plan to start comparing my wedding to other people's wedding on social media strangers for that matter people i didn't know like i didn't plan it when i was 
doing my budget review and everything seeing that everything was paid off weren't owing anything like everything was good like i wouldn't if while i was doing that i'm like i was happy that we're not owing any money we paid everything we're not in debt or anything of that sort like if the thought could have crossed my mind like okay beebs in three weeks you're gonna start being discontent i would have rebuked it in the name of jesus i would have said i rebuke you satan i rebuke you but i didn't plan it so which makes me say that discontent creeps in when we're not paying attention it can be anything it can be oh i want a phone i want a new phone i want a new phone you get the new phone is the best thing that ever happened to you but then you see your neighbor got a new another new phone and you're like oh i hate my phone i want that phone envy these things creep in so so subtly like you won't even know until they're there so i just want us to be very conscious of it and i count your blessings god has been so good to you you're here you're listening to my podcast today i'm very sure if i if i tell you pause and count five things off the top of your head that god has been so good to you you're gonna have five things if not more than five things to thank god about so the book of first timothy 6 6 says but godliness without con with contentment is great gain and that's something we have to learn as believers we're godly we're godly people we have good morals in the room full of different people they probably point you out and say oh look at look at her she's she has, she lives a, a god life kind of life but we have to be content the new life version of that scripture, 1 Timothy 6, 6 says, a God life, a God-like life gives us much when we are happy for what we have. You have to be very happy for what we have. Your life has so much more meaning when you're happy and you're thankful for what you have. So contentment is the key for 2020. There's no rush. There's no the, we're not in a competition. Nobody's in a competition. Like, I always joke with my friends, like, there's never been an award that says best wedding ever. We're not in a competition. We're not in a competition. I'll keep saying this over and over again. We're not in a competition. There's no pressure. I tell myself, funny enough, I tell myself every morning, baby, there's no pressure. You're not in a hurry. You're working exactly in God's pace for your life. Happiness and being contentment is key. It's a very major key to getting by in life. Things will get better. It will absolutely get better. And this is not me saying that you shouldn't desire greater things for yourself. If you want the biggest wedding that's going to be featured on all the biggest wedding blog, go for it. I'm not saying we shouldn't desire great things. If you want the newest iPhone and you can afford it, go for it. This is not me saying we shouldn't want good things, but this is me saying we should be content with what we have, where we are at right now. God is the one taking charge of everything, is the one in charge of your life, is the sole pilot for your life. So even though you're asking God, God, elevate me, God, improve me, God, take me higher, God, provide for me, God, do this, God, do that. Check your heart. What's the source of your prayers? Are you praying for God to genuinely do that so you can be a blessing to people around you? Or are you doing it so that you can, like we say in my culture, you can pepper them? Are you doing it so that you can 
you're trying to compete with someone you're trying to pepper them or you're trying to feel like oh you're up with the joneses like oh i also have this latest device oh my birthday party was the talk of town oh i have the latest blah 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 is that why is that your reason for asking god to elevate you and provide more for you so our motives do matter it matters a lot a lot a lot and i know one major reason why we sometimes feel like we're not content it's because society just throws so much at us oh my god you open up your instagram you see a girl taking a picture in a maserati with the latest iphone she has a gucci bag and you're like god i don't even have a car look at the samsung i'm using what is gucci i've never even owned anything designer in my life then you start to put this pressure on yourself like oh i have to meet up i have to I have to look this certain way i have to be of this certain standard i have to possess it all i have to like you start putting mounting unnecessary pressure on yourself and the other day i was saying like it's as if everyone on twitter like we're all rich because i don't understand like i see some tweets and i'm like how is this person this worldy is it just audio world? Like, are we just like social media wealthy or are we truly wealthy? Because if you keep going through what people are posting and you're using that as a yardstick for your life, for where you should be, for the place you should be running, you're going to run into a wall. You're going to lead to destruction. It's going to lead you to destruction. I mean, healthy competition here and there, it's okay. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. But then you got to watch out. Watch out. Why am I even competing? But guys, are people that rich? Like, are people that rich on social media? Because it, it makes me ask sometimes, like, wow, someone just said, oh, um, this certain amount of money is chicken change. Like, it's it's nothing. It's it's nothing. And I'm like, wow, this is like my paycheck. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, am I poor? Am I poor? No, I'm not poor because I'm rich in Christ. All the wealth of the world belongs to me in Christ so yeah trust me we all go through it we all see these things and like it, it shakes us in like wow am i really poor or is this person really rich but then we have to remember that our journey is different from every other person's journey and when we start looking at all those things to be a yardstick for our life we start moving away from god's will and god's plan for us god's plan is to prosper us that's his plan to prosper us in this land we're living and there's no pressure there's no rush there's a pace he has set in front of you there's some things you ask for that if you get it it's just going to lead to your destruction so sometimes it takes you through journey to mature you to mature you to grow you to make you understand that you keep asking for this thing but you're not ready for it i remember one of my one of my pastors was telling me a story about a guy no actually let me take it back a little bit i remember when i started coming to this church like i'm currently part of my pastor did make a comment one day and he said sister bb i hope this your fire for god continues even after you get married and get everything you want from god and it kind of took me aback i was like what's he talking about that my fire for god continues like i was a bit confused i was actually a bit hurt like why would he say that But then I heard a story of this guy that was always seeking God diligently, always in charge, always doing the right thing, always eager, always volunteering, always doing everything for God. It was like, wow, this guy is really on fire for God. He was a minister in the church. Like God was just working through him mightily. Then he got a 
big job like i'm talking a very very big job where i was making a lot of money and like it was just rich paying the fat tight and everything and since then he started pulling away he wouldn't come to church even when he comes to church he wears shorts and sneakers sit at the back act like he's better than everyone else and one time his pastor came and spoke to him like brother what's going on i know you've gotten rich and god has answered your prayers he has elevated you and all but this thing that you're doing is not okay remember it's god that gave you this world and his response to the pastor was if god is not happy with how i'm living my life he wouldn't give me this world so basically he said the world is the i guess for lack of better word his wealth is the approval seal from God on his life which kind of broke my heart because is that what we really do do we really seek God just to get things from him like I always say our relationship with God has to be a real relationship just kind of like a relationship you have with a lover you want to talk to them you want to spend time with them you want to cherish them you want to buy them stuff you want to do everything with them because you love them and they mean the world to you and that's our relationship with God should really be like I always say God is not an ATM machine that, excuse me, that when you do need something, you walk up to him, you type in your pin code. And in this case, your pin code will be prayer or fasting. You type it in and it brings out. It's not, it's not, God is not an oracle that you have to do X, Y, Z to get him to do something for you. And it really hurts me and it pains me when I see people treating their relationship with God like that. So anyway, sorry to to stray a little bit off topic. So yeah, there's no pressure. Just relax, relax, live in peace, live in peace, settle in God's own peace. Just settle in his peace, relax, relax. I say it again, relax. God wants us to be in rest, all this running around and all those things it it will not satisfy only god's only i'll actually change that only jesus can satisfy that thirst that hunger sometimes we think it's more money when i have more money then i'll be okay but no you keep making money and keep making money and there'll still be this longing and this thirst in your soul that only jesus can satisfy sometimes or rather most of the time this pressure that we're putting on ourselves, this pressure we put on ourselves, they sometimes come from like unhealthy standards and desires that we set up for ourselves sometimes, or set up by our friends or our families or social media or anything. And we have to realize that it's okay to say no. No, thank you. I am not pressured. I'm okay with where I am right now. I know God is taking me to a greater place and I'm fine. I'm okay with the journey. This journey is beautiful. I'm learning a lot in this journey and I'm okay with it. Because we know of people that out of life pressures, they, they stray. They stray from God's plan for their life. They stray from God's will from their life. If there's a race set in front of them because they're trying to get somewhere faster, they take a shortcut. And God forbid, I'm not praying for our lives to be cut short or anything. But let's just, let's relax. Let's relax. Just keep praying. Keep fellowshipping with God. Remember, 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. 
and so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of god in summary all god's promises in christ are yes and amen if he has promised to prosper you it will prosper you stay with the scriptures with the word of god because that's the only place that will give you an assurance of god's promises in christ meditate stay with your relationship with him keep talking keep spending time with him that's just it that's just it so i'm just going to end up with like a few practical tips because i think we have five minutes to go and i would say when you feel pressured it's okay to take a break relax breathing take a possible break from whatever is pressuring you if it's social media that is making you feel like oh my life is not where it's meant to be right now just stop it delete your page for a few weeks till you get yourself back the weeks that you delete your page i know it can be boring but yeah that's a good time to go deeper into the word and into prayers seek god pray lay everything at his feet you live by faith the just by live shall live by faith you live by faith stay in christ he loves you he wants the best for you and even in your faith work as well in your relationship with god sometimes we feel pressure like oh my god i'm not praying as much as we used to i'm not doing this i'm not doing that and everything like that sometimes we feel pressure but then philippians 2 12 to 13 says therefore my beloved as you have always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and this is the most important part verse 13 for it is god who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure so it's even god that is making you do what pleases him so there's no pressure anywhere you work in supernatural overflow there's no pressure anywhere no pressure on the east no pressure on the right west no pressure in the north no pressure in the south so yeah i want you to repeat after me i'm going to mention my name you can mention your name bb you're not pressured stop some salting you're moving in god's space don't try to fix things yourself or orchestrate what god has told you there is zero pressure on you there is no pressure amen amen so yeah, thank you so much for listening to the very end. I'm so glad you made it this long. I don't know if my voice put you to sleep or not. I'm, I apologize in advance. But yeah, I really pray that this week you shall be successful. I pray that everything you lay your hands on prospers. I pray that you're divinely protected. I pray that all your expectations become manifestations. I pray that you see the glory of God this week like never before. I pray that men and women are caused to favor you whether they like it or not because you exude the fragrance of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore men and women are favoring you. You're drawn to you. Nations are coming to you in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. You walk in divine health and vitality. I pray that all your art desires come to pass. I pray that the word that you've urged today encourages you, uplifts you, edifies you to live a good life, to have a wonderful week. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayers. For in Jesus' name I will pray. Amen. All right, this is me logging off. I'll see you next week, same time. Please share my my podcast too. Your friends, come on, show some love, yeah?
all right now bye guys love you